Are you tired of the non-stop hustle and grind? Welcome to Life in Business, the podcast for business owners who want success without sacrificing life. I'm Libby Langley, your host, award-winning, no BS, straight-talking business coach, Amazon best-selling author, and the queen of easy business. Join me to learn simple and practical strategies for growing your business, your profits, and your confidence, and for having fun too. Here's this week's episode. Hello. Oh, it's another episode of Life in Business with me, Libby Langley. Hello and welcome along. Today, I am going to be talking about setting goals, but not just setting goals, how to achieve the blooming things too. Because, oh, at the time, you know, when you're listening to this, when this is released, it's the 4th of January. So there's always a lot of talk about goal setting at the beginning of a new year, which is great. You know, we, it's a clean slate. I too like to set goals at the for the beginning of the year, even though it's not my financial year. I find, I don't know, I kind of find that Christmas at the end the end of the year is a natural kind of cutoff. I think. I suppose that's 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 how I personally feel, and so January feels like a like a clean slate almost. And so I do set different personal and business goals in January. Whereas the end of my tax year, my financial business financial year is the end of March, which yours might well be too. That's quite common in the UK. Then I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't have the same kind of break for me, which is, which is kind of quite interesting because obviously working to financial years makes more logical sense than working to calendar years if that isn't your financial year in a business. However, we are not always logical creatures. Okay. So I'm talking about setting goals today and how we're going to achieve them. There's, oh, I don't know, you will have seen a million and one things going around on social media about goals, big goals, big audacious, big hairy audacious goals, set the biggest goal that you can. Um, Yeah, I mean, if you want, that's fine. But the more important thing for me is how you're going to achieve it, okay? Because we can all say, right, my goal for 2024 is to have a million pound business. Amazing. It's a goal. Where are you now? 30 grand, 50 grand, 100 grand. That's a hell of a jump. (laughs) So I suggest setting stretch goals, but stretch goals that are achievable, right? There's nothing more pointless than setting a really big goal and just not getting anywhere near it or not setting any kind of goal and not having a clue how you're going to get there, yeah? Otherwise, it's just, you know, pictures on a vision board or like, you know, photos on your fridge kind of thing. It just, it kind of just doesn't mean anything, yeah? You've got to put the practical steps in to be able to achieve it. Big believer in practical action rather than just thinking about stuff because we can all think about stuff we can all procrastinate with um you know with thought <laughs> for a really long time <laughs> we can always all do that however that's what I'm not what I um, want to help you with today that's absolutely not we're not just going to procrastinate with thought so new year new goals right okay what is it that you want to achieve this year I guess before we go into that, that what was it that 
what was it that worked and didn't work for you last year? So last week's episode of this Life in Business podcast was a review of what worked and what didn't in 2023. So if you've not listened to that, go back and listen to that. That was episode 58. And doing that kind of review of what worked and what didn't for you last year will help you to build your goals or to set your goals for this year. So if you think about what really worked for you, you want to do more of that, right? The thing that worked, the thing that made you the happiest, the thing that was the most profitable, the thing that made you the most money overall, the thing that was the easiest to sell, the thing that got you excited, the thing that people talked about, that's what you want to do more of. And the stuff that was kind of hard might have brought in some money, but felt challenging and difficult to either sell or to deliver. Might have been easy to sell, but hard to deliver um, or time consuming or energy you know, sapping or whatever, maybe you don't want to do as much of that, or maybe you want to change the way that you do it. So you can't, it kind of can't just set your goals for next year without looking at where you already are and what's already worked for you. So for me, the things that, 2023 was a bit of a sort of challenging year in one way or another. Um, For me, we'd, you know, moved house, later on in 2022. And that all takes time and energy and effort, right? Moved to a place where we didn't know anybody. So trying to find my community here, not friendship wise, kind of not as as bothered about that, but business community wise, trying to find my, trying to find my feet in that regard. And just knowing where the stuff is, right? Getting from A to B, all of that is, takes energy. Yeah. And whilst it's exciting, it also, everything takes a little bit more effort. So there was kind of that going on. There was also my autism diagnosis, which, you know, made things make a lot of sense, but also was quite the thing. And so building then my life and business, life and business to suit how I know that I am and how I understand that I am, that took a lot of energy and time. And trying trying to work out how best I like working with my clients. That's been something that I can has been going around in my head for a couple of years, I suppose, really, because I love working one-to-one with my clients, but there's a capacity. And I know I've said in previous podcasts through 2023, you know, that I've I've um, consciously limited my income in that regard because there's only so many one-to-one clients I can work with. So that's, I don't want to do that. I don't want to limit my income anymore. Where's the fun in that? And also I need to free up time and headspace to be able to do some other things. I'm, I've been um, been involved in quite a few interesting projects in the last quarter of 2023. And I need space to be able to, to do these other things, to be involved in writing some writing some guides for some businesses, co- or, you know, creating them and somebody else writes them. So, <laughs> And doing some training and doing some consultancy stuff. So fun stuff, right, that I can dip in and out of. That isn't services that I ever advertise, but is stuff that happens behind the scenes, which I like. And if my diary is maxed out with one-to-one clients, I don't have the capacity or the headspace to be able to do this other stuff. So things are kind of changing changing with me. And that's been a big, that's been a big reflection um, that I've taken at the end of 2023 and how I want my business and my my life to look in 2024. 
So I'm not going to be taking on any new one-to-one clients. Yep, not taking on any new one-to-one clients in 2024. And I'm making the commitment here and now that I will stick to this for an entire year. Because those of you with ADHD um, know how hard it is to to, to stick to one thing, but I'm absolutely making a commitment. The things that I'm doing, I'm committing to for a whole year. I remember hearing this years ago, Amy Porterfield talked about this once, um, or, or talks about this, sorry, I remember hearing her say it once, and whatever you do, stick to it for a year. And I've never, I've just never been able to do that. I do things continually for many years, like coaching, I've been doing it for 12 years, but in different guises and all of that. So I'm sticking to no no new one-to-one clients for 2024, you heard it here first. And if I do take any more on, or you see me talking about it online, then, you know, Pull me up on it, right? <laughs> Call me out. <laughs> so I'm determined to stick to this. So no new one-to-one clients. And the way I'm going to be working with people, because one-to-one is absolutely what I love, right? It, it, you can get kind of really into the nitty-gritty with people. So no group programs, none of that. That's not for me. Um, but I will be running a series of mastermind days um, at my house, in Chesterfield in the East Midlands. So that'll be fun. So I'm going to be running a mastermind day a month, which will be a very small group of people. You come together, you get the collective brain power of everybody in their business experience. Plus you get me one-to-one coaching you within the group. So everybody gets their own um, allocated amount of time within the group. And they're fantastic days. I go on them myself. I invest in them myself to help me with my business. And I just find them super fun. And you turn up for the day, you have an incredibly stimulating, tiring, you know, but stimulating, clarifying, focused day. And then off you go, renewed, revived, refreshed, and knowing absolutely where you want to go in the business. So I'm offering, um, I'm going to be running one of these a month. The first one's on the 23rd of January. um, And that will be like I say, here in Chesterfield in my house. So if you want to, if you want to book onto that, then message me on Instagram at Libby Langley. You can email me um, or you can get me on LinkedIn. DM me on LinkedIn, Libby Langley. So it's 500 pounds, uh, Tuesday, 23rd of January, a whole day with me. Woo! So that's how my business is going to be changing in 2024. Now let's talk about the kind of goals that are involved, not involved, the goals that kind of go with that, right? So there are different goals that you can set within your business. There's obviously your money goal, right? Do you want to keep your income about the same? Do you want to double your income? Do you want to triple your income? Do you want to pick a number per month that you want in? All of these are valid, absolutely valid goals to set. And what I will say with that as well is, you know, I've talked before about 10K months not mattering, you know, 10K that I've done a previous podcast episode on that as well. And I talk about it in my book too, Life in Business. But just picking 10K months as a goal has no meaning behind it. So if you want your goal to be 10K a month, you've got to do the rest of the kind of equation with it. So what does 10K a month mean to you? What does it mean for your life? How much will it cost you to achieve that 10K month? And also, is it possible on the way that you're delivering your services at the moment? 
or what you're charging. Okay. I've had numerous clients come to me who want to scale their business and it simply is not possible um, with their packages, their current packages that they come to me with. So that's one thing that one of the first things that we we work on is, right, so you're charging £5 per class that you run. You, You have an average of 10 people per class you can't make, you're not going to make the money because you simply don't have the capacity for that. And if you employ someone else to deliver the class, then you're losing profit from that. So we look at the kind of nuts and bolts of how the business actually functions, you know, like the core basics of the business. And that's something that you need to do for your goal is rather than just picking this number, you know, million pound business, yay. But if you're charging five pound for a class and there's only so many classes you can run, can't do it. Physically cannot do it. Okay. So something has to, something has to change in order for you to be able to scale. So this is kind of reverse engineering what your goal is. Yeah. I'll I'll talk about that more in a second. So money is a goal, money, income, turnover, profit, however you want to divide up your, um, or set your money goal. So picking the, picking the turnover money is fine. Uh, Picking the turnover amount is fine. But make sure that you also know your profit margin and also kind of the costs in the business. So they're really super important. Another goal that you might want to set yourself is a time goal or a lifestyle goal. So you might want to set yourself the goal of not working Fridays, but keeping your income the same. Or like a client I had last year, when she came to me, she was working, well, in her words, pretty much 24-7, you know, seven days a week, she was on her phone and responding to clients. She was a social media manager and it would just become utterly overwhelming. And her family was fed up with her for always working. And it was very, it was very difficult. And so by the time we um, finished our work together, we worked together for six months, she had got her working hours down to three days a week, kind of 10 to five school hours, which is incredible. The income was about the same. She hadn't grown the business in that regard, but oh my goodness, what is all that extra time worth to you? And the difference was that she'd shifted the way she earned her money or she brought money into the business. And much more of it was a scalable, passive passive, and I do that in inverted commas because there's always work involved in passive income, but it was a different model. And so that meant she was able to keep her shift the way she she brought the money in, but keep it about the same in terms of the, the turnover and profitability, but have all that glorious time back. And I mean, to gain, well, two, two Monday to Friday, two working weekdays and plus two weekend days, to gain an extra four days a week is worth, you know, is worth a million pounds, right? Absolutely, to be able to spend that time with your family. So it might be that you want to do a time slash work-life balance slash lifestyle goal. Amazing. You might want to do growth. You might say you want to grow your business. You might want to, it might go to double your income, but your growth might be that you want to outsource more. You want to build up a team. You want to build up a network of people so that you are able to do more client delivery because the infrastructure of the business is being done by people within your team. And that is an incredible goal to have because it just takes a bit of time, right? Having a VA or having a um, 
you know, a kind of business manager within the business, people doing stuff. It does take work because you've got to manage them and make sure that things are done properly and also not just rely on doing stuff the way that you do it in your head because there's somebody else involved. So it requires additional communication and all of this, but it actually means that stuff might get done that isn't doesn't otherwise get done. So I've got a VA now. That's something I t- took on in the, I think the second half, yeah, certainly the second half um, might be the final quarter, I can't remember, of 2023. So relatively new. I've had staff before. You know, I'm no, no, not new to to having people working for me or with me, but this is it's been a while since I've had a if since I've had a VA or an assistant or an associate in the business, and so a bit of a learning curve to start with because I do things in my head. Right, my head is meticulous, meticulously planned and utter chaos all at once, which is makes it more challenging for someone else to come and be involved. But but we're getting there. Um, certainly it's meant additional work for me, but it also means that tons of things are happening that weren't happening. So it's really good. And the longer that we work together, the more we'll get into a routine and a system. And so the easier it will be for both of us, which is which is amazing. But that's been a really good decision that I've made. And it's part of my growth plan. I won't be able to grow the business without this support. And it might well be that if your goal is growth, then you need to get the right team on board too. Okay. So there's so much stuff. Um, Well, so another type of goal, the final type of goal might be to work with more people or support more people, help more clients. And so, like I said about my, about me, I can't, there's only, I reached capacity with one-to-one clients. Um, absolutely. And yet I want to work with more people. I want to help more people. I want to support more people and I want to bring in more money. So the way I'm doing this is rather than doing the individual one-to-one calls, I'm kind of grouping it together as individual one-to-one support support within the mastermind day. So I've kind of, yeah, that's the way I'm solving my particular issue. So it will enable enable me to work with more people, with a different variety of people, have more flexibility and make more of a difference, more of an immediate impact and difference because it's a short, sharp burst of, right, bosh, here's all the stuff. Let's solve it. Good. Now go and do it. Um, Whereas the kind of longer term coaching doesn't necessarily doesn't necessarily work like that. So it will get it will get more immediate results for people and enable me to work with more people and to um, yeah and to scale my business. So that's really exciting. So you might have a similar goal to work with more people to change more people's lives. Yeah. So the way to kind of achieve these goals is to reverse engineer them. If you want to double your income or double the number of people that you work with, how do you actually do it? What do you need to do in order to achieve that? What numbers do you need to put onto it and then break it down? So if that's your yearly goal, right, million pound business, to work with 300 people, to uh, double your income, to have 10K months, 20K months, 5K months, whatever, how do you break that down, right? So if that's your yearly goal, fine, amazing. It's a big number, right? It's a big, big number. So if you break that down into quarters, so at the end of each quarter, so that'll be the end March, June, 
September, November, December, <laughs> at the end of each quarter in the year, where do you need to be? Okay. And it might be that you don't divide them up equally into quarters. This is a top tip, this, because if you set yourself, let's just go with the million pound business, right? Because the numbers, the numbers, they're round numbers. Um, so for a million pound business, you need to do to just, if you just divide it by four, then you need to do 250 grand. Yes, 250 grand per quarter. Okay. However, I don't think that's a good way of working it out. And this is a top tip for you because the first quarter is going to be building, growing, shaping, and you might not achieve that in the first quarter. And if you've just divided up your target by four and you don't achieve it in the first quarter, then that could be really demotivating. So I would suggest kind of doing it on a sliding scale. So the first quarter might be 150. Then the second quarter is going to be say 200. And then the third one will be like 250. And then the fourth one will be 300. Does that add up? Anyway, yeah, you see what I'm saying. So so on the sliding scale of the quarter, because it makes it, it, it's more realistic, right? You can't suddenly have an idea and then immediately achieve it. You have to build up to it. You have to do the groundwork. You have to talk to people about stuff. Um, and so you will be more motivated and more likely to achieve if you break it down like that. And then you can break it down even further. So you can do it per month and then per week and per day if you want to, depending on what you're doing. I mean, if, you, if you're selling a, a £27 product, then you know your volume is going to be far higher than me who is doing 12 mastermind days a year plus some VIP days and plus this kind of other work. It's, it's, it's different, right? So it entirely depends on your business, what your numbers are. But if you write everything down, get a really big piece of paper. I've got one of these um, really big post-it, um, post-it note. I forget what they're called. There's like a, it's on like an easel and they're massive. So they're not A4. What's A2? Are they A1? That's the really big, big, big size thing. It's great. And you can write on these really big pieces of paper and because they're post-its, they are sticky. And so <laughs> you can stick them all over your walls, which is great. Um and kind of for me, certainly, and I hope it helps you too, getting that stuff out of my head and just writing it down helps me see where the gaps are. And it's those gaps that you need to plug in order to make this work for you. So reverse engineer it, but do it in a sliding scale. Don't just divide it by four or by 12 or 52 or however you're going to work it out, because that that's a surefire way to just not achieve it, quite frankly, and to demoralise yourself. Because if you're dividing it by 52 and the first target you've got is the end of the first week in January, which two of, well, one or two of which is like a bank holiday. And then you've got, what, what am I doing? You know, and then, oh, hang on, everybody's, are they back at work yet? Are the schools back? Are they, it's unrealistic to yourself. Yeah. Not saying you can't absolutely smash it from day one, but it would be better to set a lower goal and then overachieve it than set yourself a high goal from day one and just not get there. So this is a fairer way and more realistic way of factoring in that kind of marketing 
time and getting that ball, getting the ball rolling. Yeah, you think of a snowball rolling down a hill, it starts off really tiny and then builds momentum and becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's how to set your goals for the year. It's about about the momentum, yeah? It's not about backloading it because you won't achieve anything to start with. It's about giving yourself the the grace and the realism that you, you you probably won't achieve from day one. Yeah. We've all got to get good at stuff in order to be able to get really smash it at the end of the year, which is a great way to, to look at it. And think about as well, what support you need to achieve this. Do you need a team? Do you need a VA? Is there someone who needs to create some collateral for you, some bits and bobs for you? Is there somebody who, do you need to learn some stuff, right? Do you need to come on a mastermind day with me in order to get all this stuff clear in your head? I say probably to that one. So 23rd of January, message me, you can come. And also factor in all the costs for what it's going to help, what you're going to need to invest to achieve this. So you might need to do some Facebook ads. And certainly if you've got a team that you want to build, that all comes out of your profit. Yeah. So you've got to factor all of that in. And then talking about your profit... My goal is to maintain my 75% average profit margin, uh, which I think is, I think will be achievable. And so you might set yourself a goal like that. You might currently run on 50% profit margin, but you want to get it up to 75%. Amazing. There's plenty of ways that you can save money in your business and save costs, subscriptions you can cancel, things that, you know, just add up that you don't really need. And then you can make a conscious decision to invest in something that's really going to help you with your business, such as a VA or a support team or a mastermind day with me on the 23rd of January and every other month in this year. (laughs) So there's always conscious investment is really good. So my focus, my goals for 2024 is to focus on three things. One is my podcast, which is this. The second is my book, Life in Business, because that's already brought me some really cool opportunities and I want I want, I want more. I want more of that. And then my mastermind days, that's my kind of three key marketing areas for 2024. And it's so simple. So if you simplify your business to the same extent, you will find it easier to do your marketing, to talk about what you're doing and to talk about what it is that you support people with. The fewer things you do, the more money you'll make because people people will associate you. Say, oh, yeah, I went on one of Libby's Mastermind Days. Oh, yeah, she's running another one in March. You should go. You see, it's really easy. It gets people talking and it gets people championing your cause. And so simplify. The more you simplify, the more you reverse engineer, The more realistic you are in what you'll achieve and when, the more likely you are to achieve your goals. And that's what I want for you in 2024. So let me know what your goals are. Let me know if you want to come on my Mastermind Day Day on the 23rd of January. There'll be another one in February, another one in March, another one in April. Message me for the dates. And I wish you a very, very happy and prosperous 2024. I'll see you next week. Lots of love. 
Thank you for listening to Life in Business. Please make sure that you subscribe or follow so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you enjoyed today's show, please leave a review as it helps others to find the podcast and spread the word that there's an easier way to do business. If you want to chat with me about today's episode or suggest a topic for the future, I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram at Libby Langley. See you next week.